0: to Real Housewives of Rewatch. I am Sue Funk, and I'm here with...
1: Danielle from Brands by Bravo.
0: We are on Season 3, Episode 7 of Roni, and oh my god, it is I have so no good. I
1: felt like as I was watching this, um, what's the skit on SNL when he's describing a club, and he's like, it has everything. It has this. It has... Oh, what's oh. This, the character's name? Stefan? Stefan, I felt like Stefan in yes. as I was watching it because I just was like, This episode has everything. It has Sonya Morgan, it has the fashion show, it has Bethany pregnancy. Like I cannot believe the amount of things that are still brought up in the current like Housewives Zeitgeist from one episode in season three of Real Housewives of New York. Un untruly truly, uh, what a shock to me because I didn't know any of this was coming.
0: I like don't know if any of the seasons can top season three now, like watching it. I'm just like, this is so much and like I don't think that any Housewives show has so much in each scene that like is just No fill as we always say, no fillers.
1: None. There's no like I'm at home with my kids and we're cooking and fill like
0: Yeah. Not none. It's so good. and so, I wish I could,
1: like, remember all of the older seasons of other... Like, you would be better because you've rewatched a bunch mm-hmm. to where I could, like, really accurately compare how I feel about season three.
0: See, it's hard because, like, Jersey, old Jersey, season one is great, but there's also a lot of those, like, kid scenes. But the mm-hmm. kid scenes are kind of fun on Jersey because the kids are real sassy.
1: <laughs> but what about, like, early Beverly Hills? Like, I don't remember mm-hmm. being anything but... Very entertained. But I think it, you know what it is I think the reason this I'll say it, it's not as dark
2: as yeah. potentially
1: Jersey or Beverly Hills or even Atlanta it gets dark sometimes. Everything is so frivolous.
0: Yeah, that's true. And
1: that's what makes it so entertaining.
0: I also feel like New York moves really like, fast.
1: Yeah, compared to like when you think back of early Beverly Hills, you got like Russell. Well, and Kim's so alcoholism, like, that, was really so dark, dark storylines. Right lines. off the bat, yeah. Then you have the Adrian and the surrogacy, like, really dark mm-hmm. storylines where, like, this is being carried by the dumbest <laughs> effing fights I've ever seen, and it could not be more fantastic.
0: Well, speaking of fantastic, we open, and Luann is walking across the street, and she's walking up to Sonia Morgan's townhouse.
1: townhouse. I knew it instantly. I didn't... It, Instantly, I
0: was like, Oh my god, Danielle! I I screamed, I was so excited. I did not expect it because, like, I this whole season we've been like, We know Sonia's coming, we know Sonia's coming, but like to have it happen like this, I just expected her to be in the middle of an episode or or at an event, we get introduced to her to have it at the beginning of this episode was a gift from Gad,
1: (laughs) yeah. And uh, I did record. The opening and i'll definitely be posting that because everyone deserves to see like how we met sonia but my note literally wrote it's all happening it's sonia time but what (laughs) i found uh surprising Mm -hmm. i always think of sonia as it's always ramona and i've known each other forever so it's interesting that she was introduced as luann's friend yes i wonder how they figured that one out
0: yeah it was really interesting i think it was maybe lou just like was the one who drew the straw or also i feel like ramona tried to get so many of her friends on that they were like finally lou needs a friend i don't know but like
1: yeah maybe they were like she doesn't have much else going on i don't know but i didn't mind it i just was more if i had to like Take a guess of what I would have thought or who oh, I, I would totally have thought, would have have thought her. It was her. I, yeah, I definitely would have thought this. And
0: then we bad. later find out that Jill doesn't know Sonia Morgan and I was just like, This is such a Jill Zarin blind spot of New York that I was yeah. shocked.
1: Shocked. That she didn't even say, Oh, I know her name, but I've never met her. But yeah. I mean, back to I love how Luann describes Sonia. She calls her a sexy pistol and
0: a little crazy. Yep. That's
1: exactly exactly who she is.
0: Yeah. It's, there's no wrongness there. I wrote, as soon as I saw her, holy shit, I didn't see it coming. I'm so excited. And then immediately <laughs> we go into the fact that Sonia knew Max, Max. Why? There's a framed photo of Max in the entryway. And for those of you who might not remember, Max is Kelly's paramour from last season, who, like, we can, we speculated that, that that was really just for show, and
1: this confirmed it for me yeah (laughs) this man is thirsty i'm like how did why is there a framed photo of this man in the front of your home
0: and like the way sonia is like oh yeah he like stepped off the boat and like into my home (laughs) yeah very
1: very interesting so i would like sonia and lou just like chat in her foyer they don't like barely even go into her house but then we go to a clip where it's like this is the intro of Sonya Morgan, like Ugh, I'm the Sonya. Sonya package. And it, it, the Sonya package is, I just love this. this is, is that what you recorded?
0: Ever,
1: I think that's. I think I recorded both. Can Ugh. I also point out how stunning and beautiful she is? Like Kelly level, t- like her jawline is gorgeous. Could cut paper. Like un, I don't think I ever realized that. And also now seeing what her daughter looks
0: like. hmm
1: Absolute twins. She... I'm not to say Sonya's not gorgeous now, but, no, like, I'm i like, agree. damn.
0: Her, um, they show her wedding photos during the package, and I, like, literally jaw-droppingly beautiful. It was, mm-hmm. I, I, I hadn't seen photos of her younger, really, and seeing her, like, maybe I've seen, like, a high school photo or whatever, but something like that was just, like... Wow, so Mm -hmm. beautiful. Um, Did she
1: outwardly say in her package who she married? I thought she just said, like, from a prominent family. She says from a prominent family, and
0: there's a lot of work to do from there. Like, she made it sound like it was, like, a working relationship almost. Mm -hmm. And then she She just says the bottom fell out, which was interesting, because we never really totally get the full story with anything with Sonia, but... Even more so about her marriage. And it's so interesting how light she seems about her divorce in this package. And that this time, compared to what we'll see her in later years, seem really upset about it.
3: Yeah.
1: Some of my other favorites from the package is she says herself, these were her words, when Sylvia Morgan walks into a room, I am the straw that stirs the drink. Which I can't believe she says in the first five minutes of the show. Yep. She also says, all you need is sex, yoga, good wine, beautiful surroundings. You gotta have it all. And
0: animals.
1: Oh, and animals, sorry. And animals
0: were in that. Because I was, like, so happy. I was, like, Sonia's version of having it all is literally exactly right to me compared to Bethany, who's just, like, always thinking, like, it has to be your career and it has to be marriage and it, like, has to be this perfect family. I was just, like, Sonia's got it right, man. (laughs)
1: They also show her immediately in this package, getting Botox.
0: Which, yeah. Love Outward. that.
1: Transparency. We love yeah. a, We love a transparent
0: housewife. She's also talking about how she's going to Scorsese's house because he's her neighbor. And that really surprised me because I didn't realize that Scorsese, A, lived on the Upper East Side.
1: No, <laughs> he does not seem like an Upper East
0: Side guy. Or, or is she Upper West?
1: No, she's Upper East. East, right? Upper East Side, yeah. Yeah. And she's like 60, it's around like
0: 60th. Yeah. So I was just surprised by that. I thought he was a downtown guy. I thought he was like a Tribeca person.
1: I would picture him like Tribeca West Village. If right. If I had to pick where, I would think Scorsese would live. But. So,
0: but she's just like, yeah, I'm going to a party. And she still has like an intern seeming person, but she does have like a real housekeeper in the beginning that speaks French with Lou.
1: Yes, I noticed that. A French-speaking housekeeper as well spoke that with Lou. So then we leave the package and we go back to them talking. And the reason Luanne is there is to collect clothes for her uh, cocktails and couture, couture party. Yes. I forgot what she called it. And we learned oh, so has different closets for different things. She has a Palm Beach closet. She has... Um, the Miami an, closet. The Miami closet. The Colorado the Aspen closet. closet. Yeah, the
0: aspirin. Yes.
1: And... What I think is funny is Luann refers to her as rich.
0: Yes, several times. She's just like, it's so good to have Mm, affluent friends. uh,
1: Yeah, I have to go to my affluent friends, and I'm like, oh. Like, that's the face I was making when she said that, because I'm like, Sonia is...
4: L D E J A N E I R O, soldojanero.com, and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
2: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news! Ad free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazoncom newsadfree.
1: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. House living, but like, what is it called? Like house poor, basically, as we like obviously learn to find out. But at
0: this time, it's different because Sonia is getting child support. True. And that is why Sonia's richer. Because Sonia's getting a monthly stipend for raising Quinn, I believe her mm-hmm. name is. Which yeah. she absolutely should, but I'm just Quincy. saying... Quincy. It's Quincy. Quincy. But I feel like that is what it, where it all stems from.
1: Yeah. It just made me laugh when she said that. I was like, well, we'll I'll see. <laughs> uh, I also didn't realize there was an elevator in the townhouse. Oh, I
0: definitely remember. that. I mean, that doesn't
1: surprise me, but I love that she was like, the housekeeper will send the clothes down in the elevator. And I always think of like the not the squalor that i didn't live in squalor in new york city but when i when i see massive space in new york oh, city yeah. it's just unfathomable to us mere peasants when i shared a 500 square foot
0: apartment with my my, Derek would he was my boyfriend. <laughs> but you know at this point that but you, you could die in that elevator at this point. I don't think it's been serviced. It's it's
3: Probably, followed, not. But, Probably um, not. And then but the clothes that it's she also, gives in.
0: Lou is, like, ch- ch- so pissed about her having an elevator and her townhouse not having an elevator. Mm-hmm. Like, you can see Lou, like, almost, like, curl up into herself being like, I never had an elevator. Yeah, we know she's... <laughs>
1: In a way that I never find, Sonia to be super into material things. I find Lou is Absolutely. super into material things. Like Sonia would be happy with a discount address from TJ Maxx mm-hmm. just as much as she would be with a
0: Bagley Mishka
1: dress. You know, and like Lou I don't would think never be
0: caught dead in it.
1: Yeah, I think Sonia. I don't know if she sought out that life. I think.
0: I, don't and know. I definitely think she wanted it. She I think wanted she it, wanted she status, also... and she wanted like good party time. Like I think she yeah. wanted the fabulous life more than the fabulous things.
1: Yes, agree. She cares more about that stuff than I think the material stuff. But she's anyway, a party the clothes, girl. the clothes that she's giving Luann are amazing. Oh my like, god,
0: so good compared to
1: like what we went over with like Ramona's clothes. These are these are Chanel suits. Um. Does anybody wear Bag Mishka anymore?
0: It was so like, does anybody still wear a hat? It was so great. I love it. Yeah, like, I I don't know that much
1: about designer clothes, but I knew enough to tell the difference. And I was like, dang, this Mm -hmm. is some, like, she pulled out one piece, it was like $3,000. The tag was still on it.
0: (laughs) And just like, this is, what was it? This is Tommy Hilfiger or like, no, it was Ralph. She's like, I don't really love this, but it is Ralph. Mm -hmm. It's just like you're on first name basis with Ralph Lauren
1: (laughs) probably did it make you laugh too because it was like Sonia was like oh Luann it's so nice you're doing this and Luann's like it's so nice you're giving this and it just felt very like White people like look at us. We're amazing. Look what we're doing. Yeah, in charity. we're giving
0: back for, to charity for like stuff that's going to be sold for thousands. It's not going to people in need. The money made from the clothing is going to people in need. Yeah, it's it just was, it's interesting.
1: It was just giving very much like. It was
0: very um, like white people pride were so good. At at like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it just made me laugh that scene. It uh, was great. It was just the perfect introduction, and like. Just knowing the history that like Lou and Sonia will share moving forward, just having them be together, it was just everything that I wanted.
1: Yeah, the flash of Sonia. I then flashed to like ten more seasons of everything we saw her do. The only thing I noticed, her voice sounded a little different. Yeah, sound a little different to you. And I'm like, yeah. are you putting on a voice to sound a little deeper, or do you put on the voice to sound a little higher, or yeah, I wasn't
0: I wasn't sure what I what think that was that we were getting sonia morgan and i think as time gets on goes on we're getting sonia because i think I mean, everybody all of yeah all of the housewives i feel like relax after a while like after a season which or i two. totally
1: get like we're so quick to jump in and like judge from the first scene and it's like this is their first these are not celebrities this is the first time they're in front of a camera like it's got to be awkward, you know? Like I think it takes a while to get to get adjusted in my mind, I imagine at least.
0: I agree. I then so- have in my notes that we go to another iconic scene for me. I love this Jill and Bobby scene where they go to the pizzeria and Jill is asking Bobby what the letter that Bethany gave to for him, to her to give to him. Said, Because she didn't uh-huh. ask. She was very upset when she got home. She gave Bobby the letter. And then um, she's just automatically going into, it's hard for me to forgive. I can't forgive. And Bobby is like, I read the letter. I don't think she knew what was going on. And, he, like, he really, it's interesting because you know Bobby thinks that Jill can do no wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But this is the one time we see Bobby kind of being like, "You did
1: wrong."
0: <laughs> like he doesn't I think he come knows right his out wife
1: enough to know that she was being petty.
0: Yeah, and he's really trying to steer her into forgiveness and understanding, and I think it's starting to work. The sad thing is, is that it's too late.
1: Yeah, it just made me think of what movie is that from? What the song when they're like forgiveness. <laughs> what, what, what movie is that
0: called? I don't know, someone, but someone's screaming at their podcast
1: right Oh, now. you do not want to hear me? So, yeah, someone's definitely yelling, oh, I feel like it's an Adam Sandler movie or something. I'm going to have to, I'll, in 10 minutes when I find it on Google, we can go back and tell you what it is. But yeah, you know, this episode had two moments of things that bring all New Yorkers together, and that's getting a cheap slice of pizza in Central Park.
0: Yep those I are will the great say, equalizers
1: i'll also put bagels on there the great equalizers <laughs> of any class level in new york like they were in some like as my mom would say schlot pizza place like it wasn't it was,
0: yeah i mean it looked great the pizza looked delicious and they didn't finish their pizza which made me very angry like i'm not talking oh they left their crust i'm like there was like a full slice and she was like let's go get lingerie at the end of the scene and i was just like finish your pizza
1: by the way, forgiveness is from the movie Just Friends. It's what Anna Faris sings.
0: Oh, uh, I don't know if I've seen that. Oh, <gasps> you've Sorry. never seen Just Friends? Oh my god, it's so good. I feel like after the '90s rom-coms and me had like a falling out. I was like, if Meg Ryan and Tom Hanks aren't together in it. What's the point?
1: <laughs> it is a rom-com, but to me, it, it leans much more the comedy route. Fair then romantic but yes so good that's what that, that's what the song is from so th- then we go over i have this kind of like little epiphany with bethany in this moment
0: mm-hmm.
1: we go to her working uh i forget where the location is it's but south street
0: she, seaport i was oh, so excited street, to seaport? see it because when i was a kid we would that was like one of the field trips that we would take into the city yes, was to go, go to go to south street, street, street seaport and then i was so bummed to find out after nine eleven, the kids stopped going for my school like they weren't allowed to go downtown anymore mine
1: was well it was post 9-11 but it was through a book club and actually you know we did that time at south street seaport and then we walked the brooklyn bridge
0: yeah that was one of the the field trips as you did. yeah go so to it south became street like
1: street. a club field trip ah uh, not like everyone that we did like go sponsor. to the statue of liberty as our senior field trip and i was in ellis island which i've been there a few times um anyway so she bethany's working in this event with Pepperidge Farm and I really had this moment of like wow Bethany was like an influencer before there was influencers yeah. she was very to have this sponsorship type thing like obviously celebrities had always had it but not reality TV people yeah. this was not actually like the norm and she was definitely like i was having this like what a trailblazing moment like look you work with
0: Pepperidge Farm like Pepperidge Farm I, I remembers that's all i, I just could think don't of.
1: feel like those were relationships that were really this was kind of the start of it oh for sure so i just thought it was really interesting that that she did that but yeah she's like handing out sandwiches or something and alex The hundred
0: calorie bread that they have that is very unsatisfying um <laughs> yeah
1: alex s says It's only 100 calories, the bread. Can I get four sandwiches then? I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, I
0: thought that was cute. But I also got upset because Alex shows up and there's like this long ass line and she and Bethany like start talking and you could see the people in line being very New York about it, being like, I just want my free sandwich.
1: No, (laughs) I would rather watch them film a scene than get a free sandwich. Like what a gift. If I if didn't I know there.
0: them, I would have wanted my sandwich. Knowing them, I would have watched but the scene. But who would be there if you
1: didn't know Bethany? Well, no. No, it looks like,
0: like a lot of people were just there getting a free sandwich.
1: Probably, probably. A
0: lot of those people did not look like Housewife fans. Like, she asked one guy, like, how you doing? And he was just like, I don't want to oh, talk I about not it. a fan. <laughs> it was really he funny. He did not know what was going on. <laughs> he was like, I don't want to tell you how I'm doing. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah.
1: The whole scene, though, was really just, like, Bethany telling Alex what happened with Joe.
0: Yeah, and, and that, that her dad out. wouldn't see and her, dad. her. And, like, Alex gives really caring and thoughtful responses, I think, to both of them, where she just seems like a good friend who wants to listen and is compassionate that this is an unfortunate thing. And there wasn't any, like, oh, well, that's Jill, or, like, oh, that's a like, it, I thought it was just really nice that she just listened to Bethany and let her vent, and then probably went back to work. <laughs>
1: Well, I think also because of the fact that Alex has tried to talk to Jill, she knows it's not yeah. worth really interjecting or getting involved in anything at this point, you know? Mm-hmm. So then we have an, our other equalizer of New York Place, Jill and Luann, meet up in
0: Central Park. Luann uh, <laughs> pulls up in a rickshaw, and we don't see her pay him, really, and I'm just like, that man, I hope you paid him very well, like if you take a rickshaw like tip them an extra 20 of whatever you are charged like those are so exp- so tough to do i know people who do them
1: wasn't there uh i believe the scene was Nene and marlo eating in central park and when Nene like runs away and she like gets into the rickshaw so, doesn't that I happen so at I atlanta really remember that and i remember like a full sequined outfit but that's what that that reminded me of but, yes, the, like, one of the things of New York that makes it unique to other other places, other cities that I think is, like, rich, poor, doesn't matter. Everyone loves Central Park, you
0: mm-hmm.
2: know?
1: Like, it, it wasn't, oh, my God, those two would never be there. I was like, absolutely, they would be there. They live on the Upper East Side. They probably grew up taking their kids through Central Park. Like, True. It, you know, it everyone uses parks, everyone gets pizza, and everyone gets bagels. That's like the <laughs> three, three things of New York City. Um, but yeah, the, Jill's just talking, I don't even remember much of, oh, they're they're talking about Jill's resentment and she's
0: trying to hold on to it, and then well she's Man. talking about Yom Kippur, which I was interested yes. because you know that I know nothing about Judaism. So, so Yom the Kippur way that is she, Yeah. Is Jill your, accurately describing it? Is my question to you.
1: I don't remember how she did, but I don't
0: remember being a she would she's certainly more religious than I am and would know. Um, she's saying it's time to let go and forgive, and basically yes. it's like well, it's like AA <laughs> where you atone and you like um, what was it? Not a temple. Like it's like where you no make up for like you basically go to people like you do in yeah, AA. Yeah, so
1: Yom Kippur is the holiday that you fast for, and you fast for twenty sun, sundown to sundown. Um, in my family, because I don't go to temple, but the one <laughs> tradition that we do and that I try to do is you throw, like bread into a body of water as mm-hmm. kind of like symbolism of throwing away your sins to like start anew. Because Yom Kippur happens right around the same time as Rosh Hashanah, which is the Jewish New Year. Okay. So it's symbolism of you're starting your New Year, you're atoning for your sins, anything, you know, not in like the Catholic way, like 10 Hail Marys and you're fine. It's yeah. more just like reflect on your year, reflect on your relationships. You know, you're supposed to fast to cleanse the body. If you're more religious, you spend probably most of the day in temple.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, And then we have some bagels and lox. I typically last... When I've done it to like, 4 o'clock, 4.30, I can't make fair. it to Sunday That's That's <laughs> it's fair. That's good enough. Um, I don't do it every year either, but it is, yeah, I, I would say she's correct. It, it's a time for a reflection of your year and to start anew. So it would make sense that she would think of that. It does typically happen in September.
0: Mm-hmm. And Lou is, like, very excited to be, like, is Bethany one of the people that you, like, need to forgive? and like jill just keeps going with like she's just not sure how to let go of that resentment but she knows she but now she's saying she knows she needs to at least but yeah it's just it's so sad to he's to watch it like because i'm just like y- you're too late you're too late <laughs>
1: Like, and i don't remember if it was in this scene or later that i'm trying to see my notes that it's just like she's like jill's like i can't let go of what she did to me and i'm like what did she really do to you besides the hobby line
0: Mm
1: -hmm. and her lack of communication and she's convinced that bethany is
0: a toxic presence in her life she keeps saying that over and over but i i really feel like and i'm i'm not totally like oh luann's all at fault but like i do think that a lot of it is lou being divorced and being in this headspace of like well, the count was negative aspect of my life, just like Bethany is to yours. Like, you want to relate to somebody. And so I just feel like the time that she spends with Luann brings in that negativity. And, of course, you're going to be in a negative space. You just are going through this horrible divorce. But um, I, I think that's where a lot of yeah, it comes and, from. and I'm sure
1: there, there's so much I know we don't know. True. But it's not like, like I'm still in the tr I'm
0: like, what did she do? Did she bad Matthew well a lot of it is also the resentment part where she was resenting that Bethany was going further than her
1: yeah which seems like that's a Jill problem not a Bethany problem but I think, deal with that. I think that's the thing
0: I think Jill wanted her to take her along and I think that is what's the hardest part for Jill and I think now it's it's tough to watch because she's just like you can see her starting to realize oh it's me I'm the problem <laughs> You know, <laughs> she's yep. Taylor Swifting herself. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we have Lou talking about a guy that she's seeing, which we know as Jacques. Mm-hmm. Um, and like Jill is ecstatic because her, th- her psychic was like, it's a J, it's a man in business and it's like all lining up. And, the
1: psychic did get a correct, Yeah, and unlike most other times with psychics on Housewives, I believe this one was correct because she hadn't even told Jill about this. Like, how the hell would yeah. anyone know if she's dating this? Is, you know, other times when been like, on Beverly Hills and they're like, your mother has died. Like, and it's yeah. like, yeah, you did a Google of that about Kyle Richards, you know, like that exactly. sort of stuff. But this felt like, how the hell would she have known? Like, I don't think Jill... Luanne had told anyone about it. He's not even her boyfriend
0: yet. Yeah, he's younger. All of it lines up, but then she's also like, he's so different from Alex. He's like shorter, and then she's like, and he has dark skin, dark dark skin. And I was like, girl, it's like
1: he's French. Jacques he's not... is
0: like, he has dark features, you could say, for a white person. Like, yeah, I like feel like dark it's like that like and dark that, like, eyes and dark tall hair. dark and handsome thing. But like I was just like, girl, <laughs> his skin is not dark, dark, dark. Yeah, no, um, well, and that's then classic Luann. of course Jill is like, is he Jewish? And um, Lou says yes, and that her husband, her ex, would have hated that. And I was just like, that's oh, awkward. I remember I, this
1: comes up at the reunion. Really, and Andy brings it up, so it'll be. In- I don't remember fully what it said, but I know that Andy
0: addresses
1: this at the reunion so we'll
0: have to see um surprised by that i was like "Ooh, that makes me feel uncomfortable that they're just laughing off that maybe he's anti-semitic you mean an aristocratic
1: family from europe is anti-semitic how shocking okay Okay, fair (laughs) okay Oh my god what yeah all right all right par for thing. the
0: course you're right <laughs> <laughs> Seen
1: the king of england once met with nazis oh my Uh-oh. god <laughs> it was not Uh-oh. charles just so and Fair. prince philip no we're going all the way back king edward who was king for like 18 months abdicated just just to clarify in case you don't know what good i'm, I'm glad say. that I've re- watch, i know there were a lot of house historians of watch house of windsor on um on netflix and you'll learn everything about that um so let we go to one of my least favorite scenes that housewives look tropes i just a...
0: i literally wrote the same thing i hate, hate Housewives sexy scenes i hate them
1: they make me so uncomfortable same. listen i understand it. it's empowering it's wonderful these women are sexy but i just don't want I'm they're not so here to
0: watch porn. Awkward. Like I they're don't so want awkward. soft porn from you at all. And yeah. like I know that this is like totally different, but like yet yeah, similar. And this this season of Summer House, this most current season, opens. And it was the same thing. It doesn't with, matter age. I, yeah, I, just I was, was just, just about to say doing that. These yeah, things. I was like, it's not about the age either. Like they're two young people, like Lindsay and Carl, and she is wearing a nurse's uniform, and like. The discomfort that I felt watching it was so intense. I had to fast forward. I was just like, I don't want to know that you're not wearing underwear. Like, this is so uncomfortable for me. I once wondered, like, I often wondered, and I actually wrote into Bravo and Cocktails. They were like, ask us anything for our podcast. And I was just like, do you think that there's a poor cameraman that has to, like, sit in the bathroom during those tub scenes? Like, or do they have GoPros? Know. Because that is, it's just so, it feels like unethical. Like, they didn't sign up for a porn. <laughs> they signed up yeah, for I reality I mean, this TV. was on
1: the lighter side. I
0: didn't know how bad it would get, but... But yeah, yeah so was... Ramona's in a negligee waiting for Mario. Yeah, I mean, look, she looks fantastic. She does. And it's very classy. It's not like, oh, you can see so much. It, like, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. It's probably extremely expensive. And it just—it also just made me so
1: sad because she loved mm-hmm. him so fucking much. And I'm sorry she for is. cursing, but I have to emphasize it as much. She loved him so
0: much, and she is so excited to renew her vows with him, and he is so mm-hmm. underwhelmed.
1: Yep, <laughs> I, and I wrote in all caps that she
3: didn't know it was gonna. Be-
4: L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.
2: Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. The kiss of
1: death, but it's it's the kiss of death. The renewing the vows. I think like seven couples renewed their vows on Housewives and got divorced.
0: And Mario, when she asks him, literally leans back and away from her. I was just like, oh, the body language is so telling right now that he's just like... Not into it, this isn't the right thing, and you just want to be like, You in danger, girl! <laughs> like, don't do this. She's ah. also wearing a daisy necklace. Did you see that? It's like oh, a daisy. She wears outline. a lot of necklaces, but I don't think I really It, was it a daisy. looks like something I would have stolen from Claire's. It's just <laughs> it like or icing. You know, it just yep. it was really I was like if this is your like jewelry line, Ramona, come on. <laughs> Listen,
1: but any day I'll take Ramona's jewelry over what Luann has. So
0: oh. at one point um like last week when there was the confrontation between Ramona, I mean, between uh bethany and jill lou it looks like she's wearing like a frying pan with like an a like gem in the middle of it it's so huge
1: i i can't blame luann for getting swept up in the statement necklaces of the 2010s
0: because i certainly wore many of them myself Same, it was, but hers it was are next level
1: yeah hers i mean are the next
0: strength of that woman alone like
1: yeah, there was something about those statement. If I see that come back, oh, God, Gen Z, please don't. Don't do that to
0: yourself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, they basically are like, he relents and is like, sure. And then mm-hmm. he takes her immediately to the bedroom. And thank God cameras don't follow. Um, uh And
1: then we finally get to something we've been building up to for weeks, which is Brooklyn Fashion Week.
0: And we get, like, hard rock music. It's like, dare now. No, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Do you think that this
1: still exists, Brooklyn Fashion Week? Was it a I'm
0: one-time sure. deal? No, I'm I'm sure that there's still some iteration of it. I'm yeah. sure there's Staten Island Fashion Week and Queens <laughs> That's Fashion true. Week. We've seen
1: Orange County Fashion Week, like yeah,
0: we've seen New Jersey. So, so many fashion <laughs> any week season, things. any city can have a fashion week if they try hard enough. If <laughs> they just believe. <laughs> Utah
1: had like a fashion show. Oh. Yeah. That's um, Brooke
0: Marks, though.
1: That is serious fashion. So, originally, only Alex and Kelly were going to walk. And then Ramona asked to do it. And I was like, yeah, sure, I guess. And she actually
0: says, she's like, this is going to be one hell of a fashion show. I
1: feel like that interview happened after she saw her walk down the aisle. Or walk down the runway. And that's why she probably had that reaction. Jill gets there. And she is absolutely horrified. As she calls it, it's so low rent. The step and repeat is next to trash. And I'm like, everything in New York City is next to trash. Like, relax.
0: Yeah. She also, like, she loves talking up Luann this season. And she's like, the Countess would never be caught dead at an Alex and Simon event. But uh, if she were to pull up, she would have had her driver keep going. And I was like, Jill, do you not know that Luann hangs out in the Lower East Side? (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, she, she could handle her Brooklyn. Like, she
1: she she could handle Brooklyn way better than Jill could handle Brooklyn, for sure.
0: And Jill's like so rude about it too. She's like, "I'm so overdressed. I should have been wearing a wife beater and jeans." And I was just like, Jill, it wasn't that bad. Like people weren't wearing gowns, but people were dressed. Yeah, and so then Jill goes backstage,
1: and she's going to talk to <laughs> Kelly, and they get like. Kelly gets right into it and she brings yeah. up this email because I like, guess I haven't seen each other.
0: Well Kelly immediately is like, You're mad at me and I don't want to yeah. be like she she gets very flustered by it.
1: Uh so then Jill Jill says something and it just really made me laugh. She she says you twittered her and that just really Did you not Twitter to... Bethany
0: a kiss ass yeah, message? Twittered,
1: you twittered Bethany and that just
0: really Really cracked me up. Well, she also is like, Kelly, you're paranoid. Why would I be mad at you? And Kelly's like, did you not read the email you sent me? And she's like, oh, I was just mad about you Twittering her. And it was just like, and I do understand Kelly's reasoning for it. No, I totally get Kelly's thing.
1: But then Kelly goes off the deep end per usual.
0: Well, Kelly's reasoning, we should say, is that she did it so that all of Bethany's stands could get off her back. By saying, like, Bethany, it's so good to see you, and I'm so glad we hung out and made up, like, now everyone was probably attacking her online, on her blogs, like, it makes sense that she was like, hey, we're cool, everybody leave me alone, and so Jill is just like, well, I don't understand that, and she's like, Kelly's like, let me explain, PR, that's PR 102. PR-101 is attacking someone, like calling them Madonna, which, Mm -hmm. again, not not an attack. No. Like, even if you don't like Madonna, saying that somebody's Madonna, not an attack. And then PR-102 is complimenting to diffuse the situation.
1: I'd love a PR person to tell me their thoughts on this.
0: Yeah, I mean, I've been PR-adjacent a lot in my career, and I just don't feel like that's true. <laughs>
1: oh, is there anything, I, like, is she talking about a class she took, Columbia, called PR 101? Maybe. And then it was public relations. Oh, that's all I see is someone who works in IRED. I'm like, ooh, is this an abbreviation for
0: a course? But, like, I don't feel like part of PR is, like, the first thing you do is attack someone.
1: <laughs> no. Yeah, the way she was saying it was wrong, it's more like, this is how you handle an attack, and this yes. is how you can move on from the attack so yeah. she was just saying it in her quirky okay anyway but they're fine then Jill sees Ramona and she goes <sighs> right it on Ramona yeah your bra's sticking out your necklace doesn't match and what's so funny is later in the episode we're gonna see Ramona do the same thing to Jill and Jill freaks out and I'm like you just did this to Ramona and now I- I'm noticing I- now I didn't notice it when I watched it but reading this through, i'm like wait you two did the same exact thing to each other you're saying this blue her blue necklace doesn't match or something i
0: thought it fine it was because it was ramona's line of necklaces yeah. and, and that's also, literally why like was being a it. dick. Just yeah say it and like that's the thing is like jill says it to the camera in her confessional like this is fun and this is like oh look at me and i'm just like you're being a bitch you're mm-hmm. being a total bitch right now. For a and, purposeful one. And she, um, she's like, oh, Mary is not here. Like, oh, he's going to miss this. And she makes a face to the camera, which is the infamous gif that T. Kyle did. And if you don't know who T. Kyle is, he just did a remix of Luann saying it's giving See You at, Next Tuesday, mm-hmm. um, which I'm obsessed with. And it will be the song of the summer um but he um also does animated gifs and he's like every iconic gif that you've used is that but he notoriously did this gif of Jill's face making like this double chin like You'll eye roll to, to the it. camera I don't know if
1: I have seen I'm sure I've seen it
0: I'll find it for that. you but um she like tried to get it removed from the internet and I can really? tell you right now that doesn't happen
1: no, nope, the internet's forever.
2: So, then we see them
1: walk. Kelly walks first. She's fantastic. She does I say she looks disagree. like Big Bird and she doesn't love the strapless. And honestly, she's not wrong in her
0: I assessment. feel like you can tell she doesn't feel comfortable in the dress. I was actually yeah, really... Yeah, but I, I thought
1: she looked great out she there. She did look very confident, great,
0: but she I don't think she looks confident. I felt like Alex looked more confident and model-esque than... Kelly.
1: Well, Alex looked a little crazy with her eyes. As Jill said, it looks like she's seen the devil or she's channeling the devil. See, I feel
0: like she's looking fierce. I think. I thought
1: she looked fierce, but it it was a lot. And let's just say, if Ramona never walked, we would have been talking about the Alex eyes probably. Mm. But then out comes Ramona. (laughs) There's no words. If you're a housewife, it's like an
0: alien invaded her body.
1: (laughs) I, I mean, the fact that this moment
0: is, like, still... To this day, one of the most iconic things ever. It's just absolutely one of the wildest runway walks. I mean, Carrie Bradshaw tripping? No, Ramona Singer walking in Brooklyn Fashion Week. The dress is beautiful. Her whole body and face, psychotic. The whole thing is insane. I love,
1: though, that this is just, like, seen this forever like this is the eyes the remote eyes and he still uses puts them on the the blinders on watch what happens live like this is such a moment screenshot
0: of her eyes in this moment yeah it's just
1: such a moment like the excitement i felt getting ready to know what was coming um and jill can't help she's covering her mouth but she is laughing like she's actually loling laughing out loud at I don't blame her, because she looked insane. And then Jill complains about the seats, and she basically sprinted out of there once it was over, which upset Ramona, saying that Jill should have gone backstage after it was over, told about how great she did. Which is um, weird,
0: because Jill's excuse is just an excuse, because she's just like, I had no idea where anyone was. I was like, you found them before the show. You yeah, could no, find them could after. Have... You just wanted to go home. Say that.
1: Yeah, or, like, send a text, couldn't find yeah. you guys, so sorry, you did amazing, I had to leave, like, my driver was here, you know, whatever it is, there was, you know, if you want to talk about etiquette and all of that, she, she was not following it.
0: So then we go into another fashion montage of amazingness. Quick, quick
1: little moment, that uh, Interstitial is, yeah, I think, the yeah, television name for Interstitial or
0: Bumper, it is Kelly and Simon, Kelly's taking Simon shopping, because... She thinks that he has horrible fashion, which I don't totally agree with. I think that he takes a lot of fashion risks. And then she puts him in basically like they go shopping and it's very shopping montage of like, I don't like this. That's OK. That's just right. But like she he ends up looking like Dick Tracy, which I wrote in all letter, capital letters. That's something Madonna would have done because <laughs> Madonna was in the Dick Tracy movie. Um, but yeah, I was just... It
1: was a cute little moment. I, the, who knew the two of them ever hung out and went
0: shopping together? I did not. It was cute. Um, but then we go to the infamous Bethany peeing on the stick, which did they had to have worked on that camera angle and, like, standards and practices... Like, with her booty on the toilet, (laughs) like, it's just, it's all so perfectly shot in a way that it could pass sensors. It's almost impressive. Yeah. It's very impressive.
1: I mean, she feels authentic in this moment, whether it's a reshoot
0: or... Had to be. I don't, yeah, I
1: I Either that or
0: she said she was going, no, I don't think it was a reshoot. I think she told them, I'm going to go do this. You guys should shoot it. I don't and think it was come. a reshoot either. Yeah. So
1: she sees it. She sees the line is there. She's calling Jason, calling Jason, calling Jason. Does and
2: not And he, does, he doesn't
1: pick up. So then she calls her best friend, Stephanie. <laughs> and when I tell you, so as we know, I said I'm pregnant now. I'm 21 weeks. Congratulations. I was pregnant a year prior. I had a miscarriage. It's all okay. Mm-hmm. But the way that she reacts was exactly how... I reacted the first time like yeah so just like I called my best friend Carly and I was like well what do I do she's like you just live your life I'm like what do you mean what do I do like I don't understand like when it's a shock like that like you're like I, yeah. what do I call a doctor who do I tell what do I do like it was yeah. so relatable the way that she just kept saying that like be like
0: now you're just gonna a be a mom type of person
1: yeah. um I always wondered if it was planned or unplanned um mm-hmm. she said they just did it and it happened which is like I don't know that that's it's 50-50 mm-hmm. but I did always wonder if there was like if this was like oh we'd like to have a baby or not I, I wasn't sure I couldn't remember
0: well we see them in like previous episodes talking about how they want to get married and how they want to like they're going to move in and she wants to get married if they're going to move in and she wants a kids and he says he wants that and they talk about wanting a family and with her Age, I feel like they probably were like, well, let's just let it fly because we're going to move in together anyway. And as we she called prob- it in my family, risk it for the biscuit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> or as one of my friends, Dana, said, we took the goalie out, which I thought was really funny, is another way to describe it. Um, I, what I think I, it's like, whatever, and I'm sure this happens all the time though, is like, she should have waited so she like either jason was there or like she knew she could talk to him like you don't have to take that instantly in that moment like she could have like when i took it i said okay derek i'm going to do this and like i went upstairs
0: i feel feel like like... everything was on 11 for her at that point though like true she probably was like is there something wrong with me because i haven't got my period and i've been through so much stress
1: yeah that's
0: my guess is that i don't think she really thought she was pregnant i think she just thought she was like oh like when should i expect this to happen yeah yeah i just her friend's advice do
1: nothing just go live i mean that was just
0: but you i am surprised you didn't bring up when she says am i supposed to be fat
1: now and oh well you know that is a thought that goes through your mind so i won't judge it in that instance
0: I don't know. As, she was like, as, I don't have the, the. I'm not the pregnancy type. I I'm, i don't want to get fat. And then, like, her friend was just like, every woman could be the pregnancy woman. Yeah.
1: Um, that, that didn't bother me because in that moment, that's certainly, even now at 21 weeks, and I see someone at like 38 weeks, I'm like. Oh my fucking god! Like that's gonna be you're me, growing
0: like... a human. It's not that you're fat. There's a human. I know,
1: but there's still a correlate. It's the change to your body that you don't have control over. So I was not. Yeah, because uh, there's I, a I predator feeding on you. <laughs> yeah, there's an alien eating. Yeah, all of my nutrients. Oh, sorry. But yeah, it's just especially for someone who's small like her. That's instantly your thought. It's within the top five things I feel like that goes through your brain of just like, what is happening? So. Even yeah, though I,
0: it's just Stephanie that's talking to her, though, I like that Cookie is laying there next to her, and it's like a sweet. Like she's like, "Cookie, I don't know what to do." <laughs> like, yeah, but Cookie the, yeah, is I wonder so how, sweet. And when she eventually got to tell Jason, but I was really like, "You're going to tell him over the phone?
1: Like, is he at work? Like, this is big news. You need to like yeah. him, have him come home or like." That that's only that Like I couldn't have like not like it's yeah. They, the whole thing was great though, and I'm grateful that she filmed that for us because i imagine for a lot of women they felt the way that she felt in that moment for sure so then we go to the
0: kodak event i couldn't which un- believe that was in this episode right. because
1: this is one of my favorite housewife lines that ramona
0: says it is such a weird setup so they the, the whole premise is that jill has partnered with kodak to help launch their new website and you know it's 2010 not a lot of film cameras going on
1: nope the smartphone is just really kind of coming out for the first time
0: and uh this is when Luann is like my friend Sonia Morgan's coming I invited her and Jill's like I don't know her I does she have a home in the Hamptons and like she's very upset that she there is someone of society that she does not know and it's very interesting to watch her get thrown but then also throwing her is Kelly entering in a long dress and everyone gives her shit because she's wearing so much fabric and I was just like guys like the the length of a woman's dress really gets to these ladies in like the oldest of old school way I was just like just let people wear clothes I know
1: (laughs) so then the arrival of Ramona (laughs) And she just causes trouble from the second she gets she there. And
0: my so blows the line is... in. Hold on one second. I just want to say where she's coming from is that she just sold her jewelry in Bloomingdale's. She just got a deal to sell her jewelry in Bloomingdale's. So she's on the fucking height of the world. And then she says to Jill... You say it. I can't. Oh, she
1: says, "Why are you with Kodak? They're an antiquated company." And it is just—I just love the word "antiquated." It's not a word you get to use that much. Mm-hmm. She delivers it perfect. Like that's just one of those. If I hear the word "antiquated," I think of this scene with Ramona. Yeah, like that's the correlation that I have. She says to Jill, "They're in trouble financially. Why would you work with them?" And,
0: and at first, Jill's handling it really well. She's Mm -hmm. like, Well, that's the whole reason I am working with them is because they're launching this site. And she goes into her talking points and she's doing an excellent job talking about how they're pivoting, how they're working on this, but like and she even acknowledges like yes, their stock has gone down, but there's ways that they're revitalizing. And Ramona is just like, Well, I'm a businesswoman and this doesn't make business sense.
1: (laughs) And it's like Jill did not ask for your opinion she's literally already signed the contract and is there at the event what do you care she's getting a check what do you care who she partners with she's, She, you would do it too for a check like don't don't come at me like any of that but we realized then because then Ramona goes right into yeah. well you didn't come up to me after the fashion show and tell me how amazing I did so that's where all of this Stems from why she's coming in hot with this anger.
0: And it's so funny because Kelly's right there and Kelly just starts laughing because she thinks Ramona's kidding. Like she mm-hmm. can't even take Ramona seriously in this moment. Like that is really your issue is that the fashion show? She was like, it was nothing. And even Allie is laughing. And Ramona's just like, did you send me an email or a text? And, um, Jill's just like, no, and she's like, Ruins like, I'm just sensitive, I'm being so sensitive. And the email and text thing gets me because I feel like Ramona is trying to goad her into talking about Bethany and making it like the Bethany fight because Bethany's whole fight that Jill and Bethany have is about communication. And so, like, Ramona's just picking at her to try and see if she will get as mad at her as she gets at Bethany,
1: which basically she does, and she tells her she needs to leave.
0: Um, and then she goes, oh, that's so Bethany. You mm-hmm. need to leave. And, like, thinking that she's pushing the button again, but Jill walks off. And Lou is just like, darling, it's the wrong time, wrong place, wrong everything. She's going to get the bodyguards. Like, yeah.
1: So then we switch over, and we see that Sonya has arrived at her first event. Mm-hmm. She looks so adorable. She looks the great. Outfit she's wearing. She looks great. Um Jill and Sony meet for the first time. I love it. Jill says, my first impression of her is she's really pretty. I'm like, that's,
4: mm-hmm.
1: that's it? That's all you got on Sonya? Like,
4: yes, well, we know she's
1: really pretty, but Sonya's got far more personality than... That's what I would say about Kelly.
0: I just not feel like... Sonya. We can never forget that Jill felt like she wasn't one of the popular girls, one of the pretty girls. And here's somebody who she'd never heard of before, who's part of society, who comes in looking stunning to her Mm -hmm. event and immediately making Jill feel like she's less than. So I think that's where it all comes from. She's immediately just like, she's not as pretty. Like, she's so much prettier than me. straw
1: that stirs the drink. I imagine any room for a long time that Sony has walked into, she's just like one of those people that immediately attention naturally goes to her because of her personality and all of that so then they start talking about max i think it was lou who brought it up
0: oh yeah they and can't wait to talk about that
1: kelly is just like max who i know lots of maxes i'm like do you i don't is it you know, max like, from argentina
0: single,
1: like i don't know a single person with that name i'm like, and you know multiple so she's kind of acting like whatever and lou's trying to like immediately basically get them to fight about it and sonia like as we know she's like has no feelings attached to Max she's just like oh yeah he was in my rotation of men like great he was dating you too like I, I feel like Lou was trying to make a thing and Sonia was like I don't care like and Kelly was like Max who I know many so yeah. that definitely backfired on her
0: and Sonia goes on and on about how she's just like oh yeah I knew him the second he came here and all this and it you're right it gives Kelly gives no fucks and then they immediately because that's like all right nobody cares she goes into well I know Ramona and let me tell you how I met Ramona and it was at a sample sale and this story I love this story me so too. much <laughs> do you so, want to say it
1: yeah, yeah so they go they made it a Bagley Mishka sample sale and I guess they basically have one of those moments where like two people pick up the same dress and I think, does Ramona say she just wants to try it on, but she knows yeah, it's Sonia's? holding it's
0: it. Yeah, Sonia's holding it, and she's like, I just want to try it on. And, like, she's like, no, uh, uh, and then <laughs> she goes to find her, and she's online with the dress. <laughs> like, Sonia let her borrow it to try it on, but Ramona's trying to buy it. And, and somehow, somehow they
1: become friends yeah like i love that this is like the opening the start of a friendship because one it's would like, not think that
0: yada I mean, yada yada
1: i mean it's amazing they say this mo and and ramona agrees with it so whenever you have someone agree with the sony story it's like okay confirmed this is correct she says they've known each other for 20 years and they met when they were both single so yes. i cannot believe they've known each other over 30 years like i did not realize it was like i don't think they were best friends or anything like that but the fact that they've known each other that long I don't think I realized it was that length of history between them knowing them when they were single when they were married we divorced mm-hmm. I think what did she say something else about them knowing like, oh she's like yeah so we met when we were 20 and like they giggled about that I thought that was yeah. really cute like after saying they've known
0: each other for 20 years it was cute it was really nice and I've always
1: loved the Sonya Ramona friendship
0: always it's it's something that's pretty sweet and pretty long-lasting
1: i've always felt ramona just accepted sonya for her kooky self yeah for the most part and i think they like, really had
0: fun when they were younger
1: because they, when, when they have fun together they were they were two of the best duo the two of them when they really had fun together and like i love them always sharing a room on trips like we you know it was a million drama about that but <laughs> they definitely were i don't remember them really fighting that much
0: do you like um, long in later last. seasons, it lo- so like, like
1: long lasting, not clearly friendship ending fighting in the way that some of our other duos, I don't know have if they're that.
0: close anymore though.
1: I don't think they're close, but I don't think it's like a Heather Whitney or like, um, True you know,
0: but I just uh, don't, I think that there has been a separation cause it was like the whole, when she breaks the glass. Anyway, there's a whole other thing. Yeah, um, I don't
1: remember enough to say where I feel the friendship ended up.
0: We're I, on I just that journey. Like we'll find it. Yeah,
1: we'll, we'll find out. <laughs> But, I also um, didn't realize that she had been divorced for already five years at this point.
0: Right? And, like, she seems mm. so healthy about her divorce.
1: I know. which like, uh I'm like, I don't, that makes me even sadder for how long we continue to discuss this divorce for. that It had already been five years at this point.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and then, then we spent another
1: ten discussing it.
0: <laughs> so then, like, her and Sonia kind of, like part ways at this party by saying like let's, let's do lunch and they're like oh absolutely and so then Jill goes on the stage to meet and this man Madhav I believe his name is intros her and you know she starts her whole spiel of like I'm so excited to be here and Ramona finds Kelly and just starts with her again mm-hmm. I don't even remember what started it it was just just she just starts yelling at her and like
1: and the guy who's i don't know what his role at Kodak is he's on stage giving like a speech and introducing Jill and the two of them are literally you can hear him in the background
0: while the two of them are screaming at each other oh you can hear that, like and you can see Jill's face is so upset because all you can hear is Kelly and Ramona going at it and just being like oh you know like you don't have a brain you don't have a brain you say this you say that and they're like loud like it's not even like whisper yelling it's like loud
1: (laughs) yeah it's uh it was just a wild scene and i'm sad that it got like cut off um and it's just great like i can't wait to pick up are we gonna pick up next episode at this scene or is it going to just like act like the fight didn't? I I don't even know. But what what a Kodak event! So much happened. What an episode! Well, and Jill also
0: ends it by saying, "I did not expect Ramona to sabotage me," and I was like, "Your entire relationship is sabotaging each other." Do you not remember these tennis matches? <laughs> like that you True, made me yeah, sit through. Yeah, the two of them
1: always go tit for tat. Um, like I said, uh, Jill was razzing her up. At the fashion show, saying stuff about her necklace, so then, exactly you know
0: it's it's you can't act all innocent like you've never like you haven't started at an important thing for her, you know, like mm-hmm. that's the thing they always go to each other, so I was just like, Jill, you can't be surprised that Ramona would do something like this, yeah very very interesting, the whole thing what what an episode like what a ride i just i loved every piece of this episode <laughs> so much
1: yeah yeah it was it was just so good this this is a hard one to to top that's that's for sure it was yeah i i, I ended and i was like wow that was fantastic like that's the feeling i want at the end of every housewife episode
0: yeah i will say i watched ahead eight is not as exciting
1: i <laughs> we, mean it's hard to follow i that was about to though. say
0: i was like we've had consistently phenomenal episodes for like yeah the past few weeks like i feel like i almost needed the like kid scenes <laughs> you know i know we we have not had those we have
1: not had those well i love this episode any other final thoughts on it
0: I'm just so excited that people are still downloading this podcast and getting Misha, into it. I want to it. thank
1: whoever has been giving us stars. Thank you so much. Because um, I noticed they have gone up. You
3: like us. You really like us. It's really um, nice. Go listen
1: to the Forgiveness song from Just Friends if you don't know it. Um, and then <laughs> you'll know what I'm talking about. Sue, you better have watched Just Friends by the time we record the next podcast. All right. <laughs> it's so good. It's one of my like favorite Anna Faris movies. I she's, do love Anna
0: Faris, so I'll do she's per, it. She's perfect in it.
1: Perfect. Like, oh, uh, It's just... It's it's such a good movie. I rewatched it maybe around Christmas time this year, actually. I had not seen it in a while. I think I'll know the song I'm talking about. All
0: right. <laughs> well, everyone, thank you for listening, subscribing, downloading, being part of our rony journey. We'll be back next week with uh, kids and side chat, I'm sure.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Till next time. Bye.
0: Bye.
2: (laughs) Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe.